electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. This is the American Greed Podcast, presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. In this episode of American Greed, Dalen Pierce loves to party. This guy was rolling deep in Scottsdale, Tony nightclubs, Tony bars, going to strip clubs. And the government ankle bracelet doesn't slow him down. It was like a superstar. Everybody knew him. He was greedy in every sense of the word greed. This Casanova con man convinces women that he's a wildly successful stockbroker. Dalen could sell someone a nickel for a dollar. He looks like the perfect catch. He drove the nice car. He had the nice luxury condo. The truth was he had spent the previous decade in prison. And this charming ex-con has a seductive pickup line. He said, I do pharmaceutical investments. I can help you with that 401k. When love-struck ladies fork over nearly $2 million to his credit investment group, he steals their hearts and drains their savings. Daley Pierce is a monster, a manipulator, and someone that just looks to ruin your life. While the phony financial whiz is making it rain, victims were left out in the cold. He still has time for his favorite show. Big fan of American Greed. He binge-watched American Greed. Sometimes money turns you into a devil, or it turned me into a devil. With time to search for soulmates at a precious premium, 21st century dating sites and applications cater to every taste, from hookups to happily ever after. In Arizona, Assistant Attorney General Scott Blake prosecutes internet crime, including romance schemes. A lot of people engage in online dating, but you're dealing with total strangers. And so I think that's one of the reasons that it's ripe for potential fraud. In 2015, Sarah, who asked American Greed to not use her last name, is a recent college graduate and Midwestern transplant to Phoenix. She's a fan of dating sites. I moved out there not knowing anyone. I didn't want to be the person where I sat at home and didn't experience where I was living. It was just mostly I wanted to just meet people. But seasoned scam artists are sitting at home and they're browsing online dating profiles in search of vulnerable victims. Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich explains the criminal appeal. Now, instead of maybe using a ski mask and a gun to rob somebody, you can sit at your computer and basically, you know, take someone's entire life savings. That's exactly what Arizona native Dalen Pierce has in mind. Pierce used technology to prey on women who were in vulnerable situations. Dalen Pierce played the role of a successful stockbroker. And the online persona that he developed allowed him to cast a wide net in the online world. 
Right away, he was talking about like what he did and did investments and he had this big house, these cars, and he lived the lavish life to no other. Pierce talks a big game, but this master of finesse is an expert fraudster. He was lying to these women and telling them that if they gave them money, he was going to invest it. He didn't have a, a background or a license to engage in any sort of financial planning. He can be an ass, right? He can convince anyone of anything. That is the truth. But there's more to Dalen Pierce than meets the eye, says his closest friend, Heather Williams. At the end of the day, he's not a malicious person. He's a guy who came from nothing and wanted to have a good time. According to Pierce's former defense attorney, Chris Duran, a traumatic childhood contributes to his eventual criminal path. His mother was addicted to crack cocaine. At the age of one, his father was sent to prison. At the age of five, his mother overdosed. And he actually, from my understanding, saw her die. In an exclusive phone interview with American Greed, Dalen Pierce recalls his childhood. When I was, you know, young, I experienced my mother's death. Growing up, my lifestyle was pretty much unbearable wrong. Shuffled between relatives for years, young Dalen bonds with his father's new wife. He's 10. It's the night before they go to see his dad. And some guy on drugs breaks into the house, rapes his stepmom, stabs her in front of him 41 times, and runs out the door and, you know, leaves Dalen standing there. You've lost your mom. You've witnessed a murder. Let's get you in counseling. Nobody's doing that. A few years later, Pierce's father is released from prison. He had a new girlfriend. He was out not very long, and the girlfriend's old boyfriend came and shot his dad and killed him. Despite Pierce's tragic childhood, he presents himself as a carefree, preppy suburban teenager. When he showed up to my house as a 17-year-old kid, he's driving this little Jeep Cherokee and the khaki shorts, polo shirt. Happy and funny and just, you know, one of the guys. But far from the happy-go-lucky facade, Pierce is learning the laws of the street. By 1998, he's leading a dubious double life and scoring easy money as part of an ATM theft ring. He drains thousands of dollars in cash from multiple accounts before banks eventually catch on. He just fell into the criminal system. By the age of 16, he was arrested for his first crime. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Mm -hmm. 
Convicted for theft, a Class III felony, as a first-time offender and a juvenile, Pierce catches a break. He's sentenced to five years probation. But first, he's ordered to serve three months in jail and pay $64,000 in restitution. So when I started going to jail, going back and forth through the system, and that's what pretty much came my home. By 1999, Pierce is back on the streets, and he's developed a knack for finding trouble. He had several charges of trafficking and stolen property and theft, basically stealing cars. These were coming off car dealership lots. And there was an undercover cop one day, you know, at this place where he shows up to get people to buy the cars. Pierce is arrested for selling dozens of stolen cars, and police label him a gang member. He's never admitted to being in a gang. Did he make bad choices? Absolutely. You know, but he's not one of those kind of guys. If it shows up in a police report, if someone suspects you as being a part of a gang, then you get put into the system. In Arizona, when you're listed as a gang member, it's harsher in every aspect. He's charged in March of 2000 with assisting in a criminal syndicate, trafficking in stolen property, and theft. Pierce has turned 18. Now facing multiple Class Three felony counts, this time, prosecutors throw the book at him. In December 2000, Pierce pleads guilty to six counts and is sentenced to 13 years in prison. So he began to lie to himself. And that's where I think all of this started. He could tell himself something, and he believed it. And if he believes it, everyone else is going to believe it. So, you know, first he's looking at 11, 12 years, and he tells people, I've only got five years. And he believed it. He's making it into something that he can believe, something that he can handle. Released in March 2011, after more than 11 years in prison, Dalen struggles for a fresh start. He tells American Greed, I learned so much from doing all the time that I did do, how much I didn't like the place, and how much I wanted to make a positive impact on my life and just do what I had to do legitimately to make ends meet. But instead of turning over a new leaf, it seems Pierce's fallback of choice is inventing another brand new identity as an investment expert. On the dating websites, he would indicate he's a stockbroker. It was always about, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you to get out of this financial situation. I'm going to help you to get a house. By March 2011 in Phoenix, Arizona, after more than 11 years behind bars in a state prison, Dalen Pierce is starting over. I was just trying to live my life the easiest way as possible without getting in trouble. He stays with his best friend, Heather, and considers his options. He spent 11, 12 years in prison, but the life that he knows is 18 years old. He was petrified of everything. I don't want to be in trouble. He wanted to play on the computer because he had never done that before. He would go to the gym and, you know, mow the lawn. This is him when he first got out of prison in our backyard doing yard work. Pierce might act like a teenager, but he looks like a bodybuilder. He wasn't this big, fluffy guy anymore. He was like Mr. Buff and, you know, all grown up. And I was like, wow. Mr. Buff is ready to find that special someone, but where? He's like, how do I meet people? What do I do? 
I'm like, oh, cool invention, match.com, plenty of fish, like, you'll be a big hit. And he's like, well, do you think girls will like me? I'm like, oh, yeah, they'll like you. So armed with the keyboard, he dives into the world of online dating. But he got all these messages, and he's like, people like me. I have so many messages. Pierce quickly discovers that plenty of women are willing to pony up thousands in cash to a player who knows all the right moves. Women would buy me things to keep me happy, and I start using that to my advantage. While still on parole, Pierce starts living the life of a pampered prince, dating women who supply him with everything from designer shopping sprees and first-class vacations to cars. I'm not a stockbroker, I'm just a guy that you like. He was driving fancy cars, and he was dressed to the nines, and he was eating fancy dinners, and that's where it really started. On dating sites like Match.com, Tinder, and Plenty of Fish, he carefully crafts alternate personas. Sometimes they describe Dalen Pierce, but also Dalen Jung. He pleads, don't judge a book by the cover, Except this book isn't an autobiography. He's writing romantic fiction. The life he had thought up for himself and told people was completely opposite of what it actually was. He boasts on his profiles that he's a college graduate. He has a master's degree. He's an entrepreneur. He told me he went to the University of Michigan and just played the role very, very well. Pierce explains the rationale behind his lies. I was not letting people understand the background of where I truly came from. I was trying to fit into society the best way I could. And what does he look for in his romantic prospects? Young, mature, athletic, curvy, big and beautiful. He loves all the ladies. Pierce's embellishments might be sleazy, but they aren't uncommon. And he lays it on thick. I was using myself as pretty much bait. And I didn't steal nothing from anybody. Nobody was giving me anything they didn't put in my hand. Pierce presents himself as man candy and says his payoff is sweet and technically legal. Sometimes there's a blurry line between Casanova or Sugar Daddy or Sugar Mama and what is civil, what is consensual, and what is criminal. But when his Sugar Mamas start cutting him off, he rewrites the rules. How do I do this without someone bankrolling this fancy life that all of a sudden I have and people like me? I'm a stockbroker. In September 2014, Pierce registers Credit Investment Group LLC with the Arizona Corporation Commission and starts promoting himself as a licensed stockbroker. He crosses the line from opportunistic ladies' man to criminal con artist. If you're dating someone and they say, go out and buy yourself a car, that's essentially a gift. But if someone tells you, I'm going to invest money, can you please write me a check so I could invest money for you? And then you basically take that money for yourself, spend on your lavish lifestyle, then that's when it becomes a crime. He was after a body with a good credit score. I truly think that's all he was looking for. Though she's agreed to share her story, one of Pierce's victims asked American Greed to conceal her face and name. We'll call her Gina. In February 2015, looking for a fresh start in Phoenix after a divorce, Gina meets Pierce on Match.com. 
He was someone that I was attracted to. He had a real long profile. You're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You know, walks on the beach kind of thing. But I did agree to meet him. Within days, Pierce offers to help Gina maximize the 401k portion of her divorce settlement. He said, I do pharmaceutical investments. I can help you with that 401k. I said, I'd like something where I could get residual income from it maybe twice a year. And he said, that's exactly what I do for people. The pitch sounds appealing to Gina, who has a $94,000 chunk of investment money and a very respectable 780 credit score. That form of compliments and agreeing with people is what lends to his ability to be able to sell and to connect with people. He was intelligent, make no mistake. And so one way that I've always described him is that Dalen could sell someone a nickel for a dollar. But according to Gina, Pierce also resorts to guilt, pressure, and cruelty. It moved from, here's how I can help you, here's what I do, to have your 401k transferred. I'd say within two days, it was uh, quite quick, and I immediately balked, and he began to shame me. Pierce's texts are a study in emotional manipulation. Thanks for making me feel like a low-life scum. You're going to wake up tomorrow and realize you made the worst decision of your life. It's the one thing about a con artist. They know who to target, and he was targeting people that might be a little more vulnerable than other folks. You look at it over and over and over. I just finally said, fine, I will take care of it on Monday. I had it transferred to his business bank account at Chase Bank. In the spring of 2015, Dalen Pierce's online swagger is impressive, and he's always on the lookout for a new lady. He kept asking me, when are we going to hang out? When are we going to hang out? So I just finally kind of gave in and went and actually met him. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. Save big money and start your spring project with help from Menards. We offer a huge selection of body plants, veggies, and herbs to plant at home and grow yourself. Right now, all four and a half inch Bonnie plants are on sale through May 5th. Head to the Menards Garden Center to get your garden growing and check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at According to Sarah, this Prince Charming moves fast and knows how to hustle. He wanted to meet at his house, so it was a big house. I felt weird being in the neighborhood. Like, my car obviously does not match what's going on right here. We hung out, watched movie. He wanted to get physical right away. Pierce, the successful stockbroker, mentions a great opportunity to help Sarah pay off $80,000 in student loan debt. Being able to pay that off as soon as possible would be probably the best possible thing. He brought up, I'd like to help you with that. The romance fizzles. 
But Pierce assures her that, like scores of other female clients, if she invests with his LLC credit investment group, he can put her on easy street. When he talked about the LLC, he said it was his job. He did this for a lot of people. He's been doing this for years. He didn't have any license to be a stockbroker. He didn't work for any financial institution. Credit Investment Group was basically a shell company. What he does have is his victim's trust. There's one word that describes Dalen Pierce, it's confidence. From the very first date, the word that Dalen has described it is he would wow them. Pierce also has a talent for convincing women that with his investment prowess, he can make them rich, regardless of their financial circumstances. There were two different classes of women, one from inheritance or IRAs or 401ks. And so when he told them about investing, they would tap into that account and give him the money to invest. I think the more common was the second category. And those women didn't have money, but they had good credit scores. He asked me what my credit score was. I told him. And he's like, oh, that's actually really good. If they had a good credit score, and he would say, take out these loans, and then we can use the loans to, to do investments. Even if they carry substantial debt, like Sarah, clients with excellent credit can qualify for six figures in personal loans. What he pretty much told me was that he would take loans out in my name. There were maybe eight loans total and around maybe $200,000. All I had to do was sign and answer any questions that they called me to let them know that, yes, this, that I am that person, blah, blah, blah. And then there's women like Gina, who has substantial resources, little debt, and great credit. She's already deposited $94,000 from her divorce settlement to Pierce's account, but he pressures her to obtain almost $150,000 more in loans. It was, I have to get more money. I told them you were investing $200,000. He'd tell a lot of the victims, this investment's not going to go through unless there's $500,000 put into this particular entity or this particular stock. And so you need to move fast. He would do all the work for them on the loan do all the paperwork, do everything. Pierce illegally alters bank records and inflates the income on his victim's applications to keep the loan approvals and money churning in. I never really even took a second look at these applications. It ended up being $245,000. He fills out dozens of loan applications for each victim and pushes them to hurry when banks call to verify the information. He had me do everything probably within a two-week period. He wanted it done quick to get that money taken care of. There's a reason for the rush. So if they're done simultaneously, there wouldn't be a paper trail for another financial company to say, this person already had these loans, we're not going to loan money. They would take that check directly to Dalen. Dalen would put it into his investment company, Credit Investment LLC, and that would be the end of it. And then he would move on to the next person. When the loans come due, Pierce has that figured out too. He had me fill out a sheet of paper that said each loan, how much was due each month, and he would transfer it to my account so then I would pay all the monthly balances. He's still benefiting from all of the money that he's receiving and paying the minimum monthly payment on it. That way the women aren't upset, they're not calling the police, and they're waiting for their investment to come in. 
he was able to get approximately $1.8 million from these victims. Every couple months, he'd have a new victim giving him over $100,000. In Phoenix, Arizona, Dalen Pierce is making his dreams come true. At least a dozen women have trusted him with almost $2 million in investment loans. And Pierce promises that their money is in good hands, his. He claims to be a club and talent promoter and tells American Greed that he had every intention of investing the funds legitimately. Initially, I hosted to get people's investments back because we use people's credit to invest in multi-culture events that were happening within the business. Prosecutors say that's a lie. This money wasn't being invested. It was going directly to his lifestyle, going directly to his personal benefit and gain. He's got his BMW Alpina. It's $180,000. He's driving Lamborghinis. He's got Cadillac trucks. He's living in million-dollar houses. You know, he lived it. He was greedy in every sense of the word greed. I've never seen someone spend money so quickly. Every time he got a new place, it was, come look at my closets. And it was $2,500 pair of tennis shoes. Stacks of them, up to the ceiling. An entire length of closet of jeans. Half of them had tags on them. Racks and racks of hats. Look at me now. It was greedy. He wanted to be respected, and he wanted to be successful. And I think it plays into what he was using the money for. He wants people for the first time in his life to look at him and go, I have fun with you. Let's be friends. Pierce's fun includes funneling his victim's money out as fast as it comes in. One of the victims, she gave him $190,000 at the beginning of March of 2015. Almost immediately, he went to the a local casino and spent $5,000. He would put like two or $300 in each machine on a long row. He would run up and down the aisle, slamming the buttons, going, come on, come on. And people would just, you know, gather around, right? Two days later, another $5,000. Then he goes to a strip club and spends $5,000. Then he goes to another nightclub and spends $2,000. Then he goes to another strip club and spends $2,000. He went through the whole $194,000 in one month's time. And that was consistent with pretty much all the victims. Pierce is evasive when Heather Williams questions the source of his windfall. I said, Dalen, what's going on? Where are you getting this money, right? And it was always, mind your business, you know? What he put these women through, morally and emotionally and financially, absolutely wrong. Being a good friend to me doesn't absolve him of all of the things that he did to these people. But Pierce is having too much fun to think about it. His day basically consisted of going to the gym and then having a Scottsdale nightlife. This desert dilettante's favorite haunts are in trendy old town Scottsdale, where he's the life of the party. The big rock star of old town. Everybody knew him. He Literally, it was like a superstar walking into these clubs. For his birthday, Pierce commissioned his own personal videographer. And in his YouTube video premiere, he buys VIP bottle service for an entire club. Turn up tonight. It's birthday. He spends thousands of dollars each night, and he's surrounded by an ever-growing entourage, always ready to hang with DP. 
Of course everyone wants to be his friend. They go out, it's a hundred people. There was no waiting in line. Oh, you're with DP, let's go. So these clubs were letting him come in with all these girlfriends' credit cards, never asked him a thing. They didn't care, it was money. And I didn't know that he was going to these clubs because he said, I don't drink. But here, then I start getting these things from the credit card companies and it's $3,500, $2,000 every night at different places in the club district. You know, coming from being in prison for 11 years and all of a sudden getting a big wad of money and then your experience in the clubs, pretty women, buying that luxury cars, luxury homes. When you lived your life not being important and you and finally you're important, it's hard to say, hey, let me stop and not do this anymore because everyone needs me now. He took all this money for himself. I was figuring out how to pay rent each month. Growing up in the environment that he did and then going to prison, he was probably told that that's all he could ever amount to be. And if nothing else, he proved people wrong in the sense that even if it's in a criminal way, he could be more than being in poverty his whole life. Pierce steals his way out of poverty, but he's a generous thief. He was the guy that everybody turned to. He wanted to change someone's life because he knew what it was like to need someone to change his life. Yeah, he's taking care of your family with my money. By late 2015, Pierce is siphoning millions from multiple unsuspecting women so he can live it up 24-7. But dozens of loans are due, loans that Pierce has promised his victims he'll pay. Instead, he vaporizes their credit and disappears. He'll pay those first couple payments, and then he'll basically just go crickets from there. And hopefully you're ashamed enough that you're never going to report this to the police. Dalen Pierce is a phony and philandering investment impresario who doesn't seem to have the ability to pay anybody back, especially his victims. I couldn't climb out of it because my spending habits was too much. You know the saying, sometimes money turns you into a devil, or well, it turned me into a devil. When distraught victims beg or threaten him to pay up, Pierce's answer is to blame them for trusting him. He would say, essentially, well, you're the one that gave me the money. You're the one that put yourself in this situation. He figured that when and if they went to go report this to the police, the police would think they're crazy. You met up with this guy that you met on an online dating site, and you gave him this huge amount of money, and then they would have to admit that they did something wrong in terms of verifying this inaccurate information that they're providing to loan companies. Pierce's victims are desperate, drowning in debt, and reeling from betrayal and embarrassment. I feel so bad about getting my family involved in this and having them have to deal with this and feel ashamed about the mistakes I made, and that's never gonna take any of that back. By late 2015, women began reaching out to the Phoenix FBI, including Gina, who meets special agent Suzanne Allen. These women were strong. It took courage. It took courage for them to come forward. I just handed over everything I had, told them every single thing, gave them every text. I said, I will help you find him. Sarah also asks Agent Allen for help. She's like, we've actually had problems with this person before, and like you to come in and talk. I thought I was the only victim. 
For nearly six months, agents aided by an in-house forensic accountant map out a follow-the-money analysis. We also learned that he still was maintaining an online dating profile. We had enough evidence to move forward with an arrest. On May 25th, 2015, agents arrest Pierce. He makes bail and shows up the next morning at longtime friend Heather Williams' house, wearing an ankle monitor. According to Williams, Pierce is still reinventing reality. I kept saying, Dalen, are we looking at something major when you get to court here? And he's like, no, I haven't broken any laws. He swore up and down because he believed it. He hadn't told them he was a broker. No, no, they gave me money because I was their boyfriend. In Phoenix, the attorney general's office issues a press release and launches a publicity campaign encouraging Pierce's victims to contact authorities. We had a flood of victims come forward, and that was a great moment because it meant that those women no longer felt like they had to remain passive victims in his scheme. FBI started contacting people, asking for records, and they shut him down. Dating sites blocked him. He'd sign up with a new name and his picture? No. Now Pierce is suddenly strapped for new funds. Because, as it turns out, beyond closets full of expensive clothes, Pierce doesn't actually own much. He put everything in other people's names. So technically, he has no assets. And I, I think he did that because he knew if he ever got caught, you can't take anything from him. And as for the stacks of cold, hard cash that Pierce was once known to carry, agents have a long-shot theory. Maybe he's hiding it. During one of the search warrants, he had a safe deposit box, and it was hopeful that we could recover some funds, maybe there's some cash. So it was completely empty. Pierce may seem down and out, but he's still up for a good time. And in October 2016, he's making more bad decisions. In Paradise Valley, Arizona, the sumptuous Sanctuary Camelback Resort is an exclusive private haven with luxurious rental villas and they've just been ripped off in a credit card scam. It was one of those cases that very easily could have been a quick hit. You know, it would have been very easy to look at the initial suspect and then not dig any deeper. It's a ghoulish but straightforward case of identity theft, using a deceased person's credit card as payment. FBI agent Blake Barth is working as a Paradise Valley police detective at the time. This girl had been given a credit card, and she went to Sanctuary Resort, rented the place for the weekend, and rang up a bill of about $9,500. It's a raucous two-day bash. Scott Blake is Arizona's assistant attorney general. It got to the point where they ended up having to ask them to leave the property. They were making so much noise, and the party was getting out of hand. And right in the middle of it all... Daylon is one of the individuals that was present um, at the party. In fact, there was a photo of him with the ankle monitor and bracelet placing him at the party. That's Daylon. Now, if there's ever a sure way to piss off the FBI, it's to be on their own ankle monitor. You're supposed to be humbled and in trouble, and all you do is go to the club and party. This is not the way to make friends with the people who are prosecuting you. Investigators want to know who supplied the stolen credit card. That's when the name Dalen Pierce came up. 
In late 2016, Tempe and Paradise Valley police detectives are investigating Daylon Pierce's role in a ghoulish credit card fraud ring. They were able to find people who had recently uh, been deceased, and then they were able to get the cards reissued. A suspect who booked that weekend bash at the Swanky Sanctuary Resort using one of the stolen credit cards tells investigators that Daylon Pierce is the one who gave her the credit card. We were able to show that there was a very good chance that he had handed the card over to uh, the female party who ended up getting the room. His involvement was deemed as simple as being in the passenger seat of a car. A guy that he knows, taking a credit card out of his wallet, handing it to Dalen, Dalen handing it out the window, and then driving away. Pierce is arrested as a suspected accomplice in January 2017. Special Agent Blake Barth interviews him. The hotel, they take a picture of the ID and the credit card. Do your job. Dalen was a, a small piece of that, much bigger scheme, um, but he was continuing to commit similar types of offenses. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you still think that this is my operation? No. Damn it, thank you. While Pierce isn't named as the ringleader of the credit card scheme, he's still involved, and prosecutors are confident they have enough to make an example of him. This was not only about sending a message to Pierce, but this was also hopefully about sending a broader message to con artists, to crooks, to grifters, that if you engage in that kind of behavior in Arizona, we're not going to tolerate this kind of crap in our state. What's past is prologue. And once again, Dalen Pierce's prospects look grim. And as for Pierce's entourage... They're nowhere to be found. And it kind of echoes his whole life, right? Your friends are only your friends when you have a ton of money and you're this big deal. His victims are trying to rebuild their incinerated credit scores and pick up the pieces of their lives. It's embarrassing that I was at a point in my life where I fell for something like this because I'm smarter than that and I'm stronger than that. And I just, I know my life is gonna be affected forever. He doesn't have to deal with this. I have to deal with this on a daily basis. I completely understand how that feels because I have beaten myself up about this whole thing. That is my fault that I allowed this to happen, that I should be ashamed when it's him who did everything. Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich makes a point of attending Pierce's sentencing. I wanted them to know that I was right there with them, that there was nothing to be embarrassed about, we're gonna do everything we can to kick ass on people, to take advantage of people in vulnerable situations. Pierce pleads guilty to one count of fraudulent schemes. On August 11, 2017, as he awaits the judge's ruling, the women he financially victimized crowd the courtroom. He has no remorse for anything he has done, and I wanna be able to see him get the fullest sentence that he can because I have a feeling as soon as he is out, he'll be back at it again. The judge hands Pierce a nearly 16-year sentence. It is great. It feels like we kind of won in a sense. From Red Rock Correctional Center in Eloy, Arizona, Pierce tells American Greed, I'm guilty, and I sit here and 
think about everything that I've done wrong and it's millions of dollars that people have lost, you know, it's my fault. I take the responsibility and I got to live with it. I'm not stating that I'm innocent. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that my crime or what I committed, I shouldn't have got 15 years for this. He was able to get approximately $1.8 million from these victims because he had prior convictions, but he could have been looking at essentially a life sentence um, for this conduct. Heather Williams recalls discussions she's had with Dalen while watching American Greed. Big fan of American Greed. He binge watched American Greed, even before he got in trouble. Loved the show, found it really fascinating. And so once we got into this, I've been arrested, we're going to court, um, he was, I've seen these episodes. These people steal more money than I have and get less time. He's like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Pierce hopes he gets another chance when he's released from prison. But even with perfect behavior, Pierce will be at least 50 years old when he's paroled. I know that I will stay out of here. I know I will be happy. I will find someone that will love me for who, for who I am, and I will love them for who they are. And I will gain employment legally and keep my head straight. If I would pay for someone to meet with him every week and talk through his issues, that should be a possibility. Because the man who gets out in 12 and a half years has to be different in order to be successful in society. I'm not this devil of a person or this bad, mean person they put me out to be. I care about people tremendously, and I'm not cold-hearted. Dalen Pierce's victims are done with giving him chances. It's 15 years he's not going to have part of his life, and 15 years to where I can actually feel better about the fact, like, OK, this guy is now in jail. It's so much more worth going forward than staying quiet. Thanks for listening to the American Read Podcast presented by CNBC. I'm Stacy Keach. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx Ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.